Hello and welcome to the Weekend Spread presented by the Schooner Pod. I'm your host, Bobby Howard. Uh, with me today, we got Jameson, Blake, and Ty. Um, and we'll just kind of cut right into this. We did not uh, break to start a new episode. So, you know, without fur- further ado, here we are. So, mm-hmm. as is yeah, as is tradition, um, tradition started a week ago, we're going to splice in uh, Blake's uh, dice picks as they come in. Um, we didn't note that last time because he didn't tell us what was going on, but here it is. So let's just start. Let's start off with our first game. Oklahoma State, Tulsa finally gets to go. Um, it is the uh, best rivalry uh, OSU has, the closest rivalry they have, the Turnpike Classic or whatever. Uh, they're favored by 22 and a half. The line has moved from 21. So a lot of money coming on the Cowboys here. Um, Jameson, do you share that same optimism that uh, Oklahoma State's going to come out hot in uh, week one? You would think so because they have, you know, the big star players that everyone talks about. I want to see how Tyler Wallace comes off injury, and I want to see how Spencer Sanders is going to play. But the thing is, like, you've got to think this game got rescheduled because Tulsa didn't have enough players because of COVID. Was that because they got a lot of people who, like, had COVID, and now they're just now recovering, and now they're going to get thrown into this game? Or did they have a bunch of tracing? You know, and they've been out of practice. Whatever it was, you've had Tulsa guys, so many on the team that they couldn't play that haven't been practicing for the past two weeks. And I think that is going to be huge for a team that's trying to prepare for the number 11 team in the nation. So um, 22 and a half, um, I'll take it. Give me OSU. Yeah, I'll also go with Oklahoma State because we've seen how just how flat teams can be after you know a lot of, a lot of tracing you know not a lot of you know practice uh look at what happened to navy they didn't have a single contact pra- practice and they got absolutely just mud stomped by uh, BYU so I, I i maybe in a normal year Tulsa would keep this you know a little closer maybe you know possibly keep it within 21 i just don't see it this year with the covid uh stuff happening this week so give me oklahoma state minus 22 and a half ty who do you have yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to concur with you guys. I think that Oklahoma State and uh, noted communist share the wealth Mike Gundy will probably carry the day here. And and yeah, but I think that's an easy cover. You guys touched on everything. It's it's Oklahoma State's only rival, um, and it's you know for Tulsa, it's probably like their second or third biggest rivalry game. So uh, there's gonna be some you know hot tempers, but yeah, Oklahoma State. Yeah. So probably a pretty good win for OSU and on there. Please, dear God, we need OSU on this one. Tulsa, no way they keep it close. They're, they played like two or three quarterbacks, it felt like, last year. Really no consistency. And OSU has the like, this is their year, supposedly. This is their year that they think they're going to be the most successful. So um, they need to come out with a statement win to show people that they're for real in the Big 12. So please, OSU, please, home, home, home. Yes! Oh my god, yes! Yes! Mm. That's that. We got that OSU. OSU minus 21 and a half. Oh my gosh, okay. Yeah, that's a good start. That's a good start. Last week we didn't start with a good start. We didn't get that Louisiana Lafayette, so who I've been a truther on forever. So uh, just remember that. Boat and Blake always pointing out these people early. Oh, I dropped the best crap. Okay. Uh, 
let's move on to this game. Now, this has changed quite a bit. Um, Baylor was supposed to play Louisiana Tech. They're not anymore. They're now playing Houston on, um, you know, it's a it's a big nude Saturday on Fox. Uh, substantially harder game, I would say, than uh, Law Tech. Uh, do you think – so, Ty, I'll let what you start with on? this one. Somebody's got like a – I have a grandfather clock in the background and I can't shut it out. <laughs> so we sound like a train crossing. <laughs> all aboard. All right, I got the lead Ty, here. Are, uh, Ty, are you all are you all aboard the Baylor train here? Yeah, I'm not on the Baylor train, but I think I think Baylor's gonna, you know, do what they do best and, and get a colt together and throw some shiplap on it and, and take a good cover here. Those are the only yeah. two things I know about Waco. That and they lie about what fast food places they have coming. And then some other stuff we're not going to talk about on the podcast because it's actually pretty messed up. But Colts okay. and shiplap. Okay, Colts and shiplap. I like it. Um, <laughs> oh, man, I don't know about this one. Uh, I, I, th- I think just because it's moved, I've, I don't know. That original Baylor, I think it was 11 and a half or 12. I don't know about that, but I, I like – you know, a, a three and a half line. I think Baylor can win by a touchdown at home. Look, there's been a lot of weirdness in the Big Twelve, and you know, I I still want to see what Dave Aranda has to do. Uh, their new uh, head coach. I don't know. I, give me Dana Holgerson and the Cougars to pull out a win here. I just have a weird feeling about this game. There's just been too much going on. It's a it's a big in-state. Uh, I'm not going to say rivalry, but it's an old Southwest Conference uh, matchup. Houston's probably chomping at the bit to get uh, to play Baylor. So give me the uh, Cougars to, you know, get a little bit of motivation and take down Baylor here. Jameson, who do you have? So are you, are you taking them outright, just to clarify? I mean, it's not going to affect your pick. Like if they don't win outright, but they cover. But I would, it, is that what I, you were saying there? Yes, I would take them outright. That's what I'm going to do. I'm taking okay. Houston outright, but for the purposes of the pick, Houston plus Tree Fitty. So. Ooh. Oh, man. Um, see, this one is probably the hardest one of the week for me. I'm really struggling with it. Um, but I'm just going to go with the better quarterback and the home field advantage. Give me Baylor and Charlie Brewer. Charlie Brewer is his senior year. Um, he was definitely showing out with someone to, like, look at last year. And um, I feel like the, I have this bad taste in my mouth um, just from what we saw in the OU game um, with him. And But he's still a really good quarterback. I understand they lost. You know James Lynch and a lot of their good players on um on defense, Mims. but still, yeah, well, Mims not on too. Uh, rest in peace, Mims. And what about the uh, the guy, the, the Rams guy on Hard Knocks? Um, but uh, I, I think I think you just gotta whenever it's a toss up, I'm just gonna go with the home team and the better quarterback. I think that'll at least give me four points. I, I think this will be in all of college football probably the most fun game to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, this weekend, you know, Dana always entertaining to watch. Um, and you know, with this close of a line at being in state, they're, you know, competing for relatively the same pool of recruits. Now that Houston's only come up this, this will be a fun game regardless. Yeah. I mean, there are definitely some sneaky good games in this one, but I think this takes the cake for me. I'm very interested in seeing this, uh, as a big 12 fan. Now onto Houston Baylor. I really want Baylor here. Houston sucks. Dana Hol- Holgerson's not going to be able to do anything at that program. Like, God, Baylor, 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 Baylor. Yes! Oh my God, we are getting a good card this week. Oh, yes. 
3.5. Oh my god, yes! Okay. Now let's move on. We actually, believe it or not, have a ranked matchup. Uh, number 17, Miami, at number 18, Louisville. They're going into the uh, house formerly known as the Papa John Stadium. Uh, <laughs> so it's an ABC game. Louisville's favored by two and a half. Uh, Ty, do you think uh, the the fury and vengeance of the Papa will carry the day for Miami? Uh, he said something big's coming. Is it this? Um do you, do you, are you writing with that? I'm, I'm saying this in every sort of group message and group chat that I'm in. In the first week of November 2019, Papa John said that a day of reckoning is coming. And I want you to look at everything that has happened in the world since he said that and tell me that he wasn't right. Australia caught on fire. I don't even remember what has happened since then. That was the first domino that fell. And it just... He was right, so I would like to see what he has to say about this. There were some other things he said in the past that maybe he wasn't so right about. Just to clarify, don't take my, my words out of context here. He was right about one specific comment at one point in time. It was not the previous ones that he was in that situation for. Um, but whew, I want to ride with my Hurricanes here. I'm a big, big Miami fan because I like everything they stand for, and I hate Louisville because – I don't know why you would like Louisville because uh, they're from Kentucky. Honestly, I don't know where this is even being played. You said Papa John Stadium or formerly. Former Papa John. I don't John. know what that is. Um, Louisville? Okay. Um, There's a big hat right there. <laughs> um, this one's rough. I'm just going to – I got to I gotta ride with Miami. Jameson? I, I, I picked them last week. They, they carried me. I got to ride with them. There's no analysis here. I'm probably wrong. That's okay. Jameson, are you riding with the Canes again, or are you going with birds with teeth? At first glance, I wanted to pick Miami. But to be completely honest, I was not too happy with the way they played. No, they were terrible. They were terrible. It just looked ugly versus a bad team for Miami last week. And I felt very fortunate that uh, Miami got the cover for me. Louisville at home, once again, I, I hate playing this out. It makes me sound really unintelligent whenever I'm picking this, but in coronavirus times, being a home team is extremely helpful. And Mikhail Cunningham for Louisville had a pretty good game versus Western Kentucky. They're up 28 to seven and a half, and you can kind of tell they just let off the, um, the gas a little bit and kind of let Western Kentucky get back in the game. I think Louisville is a better team, and Miami just has too much indecisiveness. And it's just hard for me to pick a team that could go really, really high and beat Louisville by 14 plus or could completely just fall in the dirt like Florida State did this weekend. So I'm going to take Louisville minus two and a half. Yeah, Miami didn't really impress me a ton. They, I, I was obviously not very high on them as I picked UAB to beat them. Uh, UAB apparently had zero interest in trying to win that game or covering at the end as they, uh, I think their punter is still just punting away in Miami. Uh, Miami but, didn't even have their cool punter playing, by the way. They did not have cool punter, and that, that's a bummer. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to ride with birds with teeth here, and you know, think Louisville gets this win. Yeah, uh, at you know the former Papa John Stadium, and maybe if we just put the name back on the Papa John sta- Stadium, all will return well to being you know right with the world. Because the second he started becoming a Kentucky fan. You know, the tides have changed. You know, everything has gone horribly wrong. So, yeah, give me Louisville here. Here, you know what? I will take 
I'm. I guess let's go Miami with the bounce back. I know I was on Louisville earlier a little bit, but I could I could see a bounce back performance. I just think Derek King's a little bit better than how he played than UAB, and maybe UAB's a little bit better than we think. So please be away, 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 away. Yes. Oh my gosh. Three, three. Ugh. Yes. Oh my God. We're really getting the card we want this week. Oh, this is what we want. Uh oh. Plus two. So moving on, I'm happy that this is actually a game of the week and not actually, you know, one of my picks. But yeah, App State at Marshall on national TV. This is game of the week because you made it game of the week. It's on CBS. It's a twenty. It's a pretty close line. I mean, this is a game. I'm not calling it the game of the week. The game of the week. Say I'm happy. It's game of the week and not just my pick. When you're the one that made it, I, game I of said. The- I said a game of the week. I said that it's not okay. just like a specific one. It's uh, a game of the week every week. Well, not really. You pick our slate. Okay, you're just well, us to pick it as well this time. It's a good game. It's absolutely it's okay. yeah, yeah. at Marshall. This is a good game. I this disagree. Is- okay. Well, either way, let's just get on with it. Keep it going. Keep it going. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, all right, Yosef, national TV, Yosef. Um, going to West Virginia, um, in, I I don't know where Marshall is in West Virginia. It's probably a town called Marshall. Uh, Jamison, who do you have here in the battle of the, uh, you know, the mountain men? This is a game that is going to get Bobby locked into CBS all access for the rest of the year. It is a (laughs) bummer that it's on CBS because all people who don't pay for cable, if you pay for cable, Bless your heart, you're losing a lot of money. But CBS does not give us anything unless it's CBS All Access. Screw them for that. I'm mad. But App State putting out an absolute embarrassment last week, embarrassing Bobby in every single aspect of his of his lock of the week. Two um, points. So, well, that sucks. Um, Only one person got their lock of their week right, and it was you. So congratulations. Ooh, ooh okay. That's why he brought it up. <laughs> not he knew what he was doing there. Okay, good point. Good point. Good point. Thank you, Bobby, for proving my point. I would like to go with App State here, minus three and a half, because it was not fun cheering against App State last week. I really, really enjoy seeing Yosef do well. So I'm back on App State, minus three and a half. Uh, I would also like, we want a programming note. James Thuden is still under 500 despite his record last week. So, uh, all time. Uh, anyways. Ty, uh, your turn. Does Yosef squeak out the victory here, or is it, uh, is it you know, the home team of Marshall? I want to go against it so bad, just so that if Marshall wins, I can have that extra satisfaction. But I got to play the the percentages, and I'm I'm going to go with Yosef here. Not for you, but for Ford. <laughs> real, real strong anti-Bobby sentiment, and I also got to say, Jameson. <laughs> Jameson definitely just lost us our, our uh, Cox um, our, our Cox sponsorship, which we were this close. There would have been we would have had digis all over this. The little Cox oh. digi everywhere. It would have been great, but you blew it, Jameson. You blew our cable channel chances. Anyways, you already know what I'm going to say. App State minus tree fifty minus forty five. I don't care. App State's going to win this one. So give me, give me Yosef big time on national TV. You know, that's where they shine brightest. That's where the stars shine brightest. So Appalachian State, you know, yeah, they looked a little rough against Charlotte, but they put it together, almost made a run at that cover. 
I think they'll be a lot stronger this week. So give me the Mountaineers. Okay, next, Yosef versus Marshall. Yosef, uh, Yosef, we really need Yosef here. Marshall, Marshall's a good running team, but I forget who they played first week. They didn't play Middle Tennessee State. That was Army. They played another random team. They kind of stomped them, but I just think Yosef is so much better here, and they were just not playing like themselves. So please, Yosef, please. Please, 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 please. Away, away, away. Once I can re-roll it, land it on my keyboard. Crap. Mm. 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 Did not want that. Did not want that. Ah, Marshall three and a half. No. Mm. Okay. What's going on with my pin? Ah, did not like that pick. Okay. Something had to go against us this week. Ah, I guess it's Marshall. Moving on. Uh, this is. I guess a game. Interesting. UCF at Georgia Tech. Uh, I, I guess this is a, I mean, if there was ever a time for UCF to try to make the playoff, I guess it's now. I don't really know if they're that good in a, a group of five or not, but uh, intriguing game. Georgia Tech pulled off an upset against um, Florida State. And honestly, at this point, can we just stop calling, you know, anytime Florida State disappoints at home, game one and upset? Because honestly, Florida State, Let's let's throw them in the garbage pile right next to Nebraska. They're that that is a a program that is not on par anymore. Until I see anything from them, they're garbage. So that's my rant on uh, uh, Florida State there. But all right, Jameson, who do you got in UCF Georgia Tech? Do you think that UCF can pull out a big Power Five win here? So uh, using my uh, mindset last week where I said, if you're a home team and you've already played before, I think you can have an advantage, which gave me my lock of the week, which was all pretty much easy the whole way. Southern Alabama controlled it, but for the most part, versus Tulane and um, still lost, but easily covered. UCF hasn't played. Georgia Tech has played and won. Well, the deal is Georgia Tech did not look pretty at all in their win versus Florida State. It was just a battle of two uglies. Um, I feel like um, the seven and a half is, really kind of giving Georgia Tech a little too much here. Um, I'm going to have to go against my mantra. I'm picking UCF. They got their quarterback returning. Um, you know, they got another solid team that's going to be middle ground. So I, th- I think they win by 10 plus. Ty, who do you got? So here, here's the critical analysis here. Georgia Tech, I know nothing about their football team. Besides, I think they have – either a train or an old car that come through games as their mascot. It's an old jalopy called the Ramblin' Wreck. What I do know is that Georgia Tech's, and you can, I just double-checked this, you can look this up if you don't believe me, Georgia Tech's student body is 70% dudes. Why? Why would you go to college there? Why would you do that? That is publicly available information. Imagine showing up your first day of college and you look around and there's seven dudes and three girls. What? Also, how is that even allowed in 2020? UCF, on the other hand, is Penny's barking. Is like 45% dudes, 55% women. I hate UCF. I hate everything they stand for. They're not real national champions, although if we do – acknowledge their national championship then OU has 17 national championships uh which might be a fair trade but I'm gonna have to go with UCF here yeah I I mean I I'm 
I find this to be a little tough. I think it'll be a decent game. Um, I really think Georgia Tech will, you know, kind of hang around. But that seven and a half line, I don't know if I can buy it. I don't know if I can bite on Georgia Tech keeping it that close. Yeah. Um, you know what? I, I, I don't like them either. Give me UCF, though, to cover. Um, shout out to Georgia Tech for a great performance, but they're not going to go uh, two and two against – uh, overrated Florida teams. So can, can I have a self editor's note here? Um, I didn't make it. I didn't want to make it sound like a negative. The rambling wreck actually very cool. That was not a negative. That was just one of the things, one of the two things I knew. It's a jalopy thing. It's pretty yeah. cool. I don't know. It, it looks awesome. Okay. If we're going to go, if we're going to get another underdog, what Georgia tech, this is, I like they're scrappy. They're scrappy. Come on, get the scrappy dogs, scrappy dogs, scrappy dogs. Yes! Oh, yes! Oh, we got the scrappy dogs. Yes, okay, Georgia Tech. Even though Florida State is in a little bit of a turmoil, I just think, oh, this this team has so much resilience that even if, like, even if I see UCF get up by a touchdown or two, like, they're going to be fighting till the end, so this could easily be a backdoor cover. Ooh, yes, okay, I've really talked myself into this pick, Okay. Uh, moving on to our final game of the week. I got to say, I'm ready for the SEC to come back because these are just not as fun. It's Syracuse and Pitt. Whoa. <laughs> this is not uh, <laughs> I'm saying I want the SEC to come back so we don't have to pick Syracuse Pitt anymore. Oh, this, this is fine, not fun. Dude. This is this just fine. This is brutal. I hate it. Um, I'm just going to start on this one. Look, I, I respect Pitt, but – the Pitt super weapon is not charged yet, and they're not going to use it on Syracuse. Uh, <laughs> Syracuse Hughes, is also an, an upset team. Uh, they are, but not as super weapony as as Pitt. However, I think that's how they get this cover. Give me Syracuse to cover twenty two and uh, twenty two points. Uh, Pitt super weapon ain't ready yet, folks. Uh, Ty's disappeared. Uh, just disappeared from the pod. That's okay. Uh, Jameson, uh, you once had a pair of Syracuse shorts for some reason. Do you, I are you, did. Gonna, are you, are you going to ride with the cues here? I bought the pair of Syracuse shorts one because I needed another pair of athletic shorts. And two, I liked Michael Carter Williams there. Uh, how bad of a take is that? Ugh. Okay. Let's just move on from that. Uh, this line is so bad. I am Pitt looked really good. They, they shut out 59 zero for some no name. And Syracuse is not a good team. And Syracuse's quarterback's last name is DeVito, and I just can't get by that. It's like <laughs> saying that DeVito is going to do well. It just hurts me deep down. But Pitt, 22, are we, like, buying in too much that Pitt is some good team? Oh, this just irks me deep down. I don't like it at all. Give me Syracuse plus 22. I don't like it at all. Mm-mm. I'm Here's really excited to hear Blake's take on this. Here's the thing. Pitt isn't a good team. They just are a super weapon that will fire off whenever they play a, a solid team and mm-hmm. cause chaos. So, no, they're, they're not good at all. They just have the ability to randomly be good at any point in time. Uh, I just don't think it will be this time. Ty, what's your take on this? I think East Coast, absolutely nowhere near any of the other teams. They currently have a hashtag and a number next to their name. And they can blow out no name teams. I think pitch come to the Big Twelve. Pitt come to the Big Twelve. Virginia can have a rival. That's West Virginia's closest college. Like they're they're only like forty five minutes apart. So let's take Pitt to the Big Twelve. Uh, but beyond that, 
22, I don't know. I, Jamison said it's a negative, but Syracuse's quarterback being named DeVito and then also their mascot being what it is, it's they just sort of recycle oh. the mascot. I don't – you got to go with that. That just – that energy there, especially since all they have to do is not lose by more than three touchdowns. <laughs> I have to go with Syracuse here. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I, it's, I have to go with Syracuse here. Are we, yeah, I mean, why is anyone trusting Pitt with a 22-point line? Like, that's like, that's like giving toddler, like, like a toddler, like a flamethrower or something. Just, I don't know why anyone would ever take that, but. We are going to do Syracuse Pitt. I need Pitt here. Pitt, oh my gosh, just came in clutch for me last week, kind of. When I had a horrible week, so please be pit, please be pit, please be pit, please be pit. Yes! Oh my god, this is such a good card this week. Oh my gosh, we really only just got one that didn't go our way. Oh, we should be in a good uh, position. Yes! Yes! Oh my gosh! Yes! Okay. All right, let's go with our wild card picks. Um, Ty, I'll just uh, start with you. Do you have a wild card? Pick? Oh boys, boys, do I have one? And oh my goodness, is it irresponsible? It is so irresponsible and so amazing. And I've just pulled up a drawing that I did for class. I don't know where our video is gone. Okay, here we go. My pick of this week, in-state rivalry, absurd line that no one has the capability to cover, big name coach, an, an undefeated team, one win, against a team that hasn't won a game yet, also one loss. I'm talking about UNC versus Charlotte. Matt Brown playing at home with his currently number 12 North Carolina Tar Heels. I'm not sure how that's – I think that's a Jordan marketing scheme and they've paid (laughs) off these rankings. But they have a 29-and-a-half point line. That is not a responsible line to give any Matt Brown team ever post-Vince Young, let alone North Carolina. And – you know, it is Charlotte. It's an in-state team, though. It, this is kind of like Oklahoma State-Tulsa for, for North Carolina people. I did not need to do that to North Carolina. That was so – I don't know what I would compare them to. Not Oklahoma State, but so irresponsible. I'm going with North Carolina here to win by more than 30 against Charlotte. You're, you're really making the exact same mistake that I just made last week by picking a North Carolina team to cover against Charlotte. What was your App, App, App State to beat Charlotte by more than 17. App State in North Carolina? Yeah, Boone, North Carolina. I don't even know where that Before is. Or you know. I lived in North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> I guess you just have so many weird little teams. Yeah, and- <laughs> Mac Brown and UNC. Because I mean, yeah, old and a half, easy, yeah. easy okay. layup. Okay, well, it's. I mean, that's your. Um, that's my pick of the week. That's your pick of the week, I guess. Okay. Um, I, I don't. I don't. I'm not. not. Quite... Okay, everyone. Ty here. We have bad news. Charlotte had to cancel with UNC for their game. That was my pick of the week. And let's see what I have as a replacement. So, you know, I kind of looked at Campbell versus Coastal Carolina. Uh, that's a, a North Carolina versus a South Carolina team. You know, looking at the slate, I see Wake Forest at NC State. Wake Forest, obviously in North Carolina, North Carolina State obviously in North Carolina, so I think I can get myself a little replacement matchup here. 
Now they are playing at NC State um, and Raleigh, but the interesting thing about this game to me is that it's completely opposite of my original pick of the week, this North Carolina Charlotte, in that this one had a really, really high line. Wake Forest NC State opened at like one and a half uh, for NC State. I think it's moved around between two and a half and three, which to me is is almost irrelevant because it's all the Penny's freaking out in the background. Uh, it's all it's all really the same line. Like you're if you're gonna win, you're gonna win by probably at least three. So I really like Wake Forest here to to cover. They are not favored. Wake Forest not expected to win. Uh, they covered last week during Clemson. They're actually the ones that burned me on last week's pick of the week. Um, so I'm really going to have to go with with Wake Forest here to to get the cover versus NC State. And I, I think that that is going to have to be my replacement pick of the week. Look out for that one on ACC Network if you're so able. Yeah, I guess, Jameson, who do you got? Okay, so my pick of the week originally this morning, the UNC line was at minus 23 and a half. And I said, give me that. And I wanted to go on this big anti-Charlotte thing where UNC is going to blow them out of the water and it's going to make Yosef look even worse. But I've had to retract from that because it's gone up to 30 and I just ain't about that life. Um, and Ty picked it, and I don't want to pick that now. See, now, you know what you got to do? If you, don't, if you don't pick UNC, you know who you got to pick? Who do you got to pick? Duke. You got to pick Duke minus five and a half. the North Carolina teams. I looked at that minus one, too. That's a good one. That's a I good one. They're playing Boston College, who lost to Kansas last year and lost to A.J. Dillon. I don't know anything else about their team, but A.J. Dillon was a stud, and somehow Kansas still whooped them. And Kansas showed us that there is no good production moving on from last year into this year. And Duke played really well versus Notre Dame, even though they lost by 14. I was, they kept it close, and I, still, I think Notre Dame's a pretty damn good team this year. I really like Ian Book. Um, and I think that they're pretty solid. So um, give me Duke minus five and a half. Um, if UNC fails you, go to Duke. So now we're going to do the random, random pick of the week where uh, each week we're given a wild card pick, a uh, game of our own choosing. But I'm not even going to pick the game. I'm going to let uh, a random uh, number generator pick which game we're even going to choose. And then we'll roll the dice to see uh what we are doing with that so uh this week uh the slate is right here and i counted it all out and we have 22 games on the schedule this week so and if it's one of the picks we've already chosen before we'll just generate a new number till it's a unique game so generate three i think i was hoping it was be one uh so one Two, three. Oh, oh no! Oh, oh! For a second, I thought I had that. Oh, I thought I had that Louisiana Lafayette game. Oh, oh gosh! Austin Peay versus Cincinnati. Okay, let's see. Where's the lines? Okay, so move on. Do they even offer a line? Yeah, they do. Thirty-three and a half. Oh, okay. Well, it's clear which one I want. It's I just don't like this game because I think Cincinnati plays slow, but it's like clear we gotta have Cincinnati here. There's no way after seeing Austin P last week against uh, Pitt, they just got blanked. Oh, this is oh I do not like this. I do not like how this could go. Okay, we need we need home team. We need Cincinnati. We need the home roll right here. Please, dear God. 
Uh, oh, let me write on my let me write on my sheet. So uh, Austin. If I get Austin P here, this is just going to be UTEP 2.0. Like, there's no way Austin P scores a point this game. So, the only chance you have, like, I know Cincinnati's slow, but the only chance you have to win a bet on this game is Cincinnati. So, oh, dear God, please be, please be home. Please be home. Please be home. Please be home. No! <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's a loss. That is a loss. Oh my god, Austin P. Austin P. Oh, plus oh my gosh, and it's 33 and a half, like maybe like 37. Oh my gosh. Oh, 33. What? What has this team done? Have they even put up points the past two weeks? Let me see. Oh, let's just go to here. Oh, dang it. No. 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 Look at that. Look at that! No! Okay, so the. Uh, yeah, we're gonna lose that awesome P bet, but besides that, I think we have a pretty good card. Okay, I like that. Okay, so my pick, I'm gonna go with um, a bit of a, bit of a North Texas rivalry here. I don't know if you can even call it a rivalry. It's North Texas and SMU, the haves and the have nots, the commuter school versus the you know rich kids. Uh, and as much as I love to give it to the everyman, SMU is going to cover this 14-point spread. Uh, Mason Fine, gone. He's not there at uh, North Texas anymore. I believe last uh, last year I locked SMU to beat North Texas. Totally wrong. The uh, ponies uh, looked fantastic. Uh, so give me SMU to repeat, cover the spread against uh, North Texas here. So, uh, yeah, uh, give me SMU there to beat. North Texas at Apogee Stadium, which is, um, I guess they actually play football there. I usually just know it as the place you drive by when you when you hit Denton traffic. So, shout out to the windmills. Really, really smart marketing on their end because everyone knows North Texas just because they drive by it all the time. And I guarantee you, there's one kid who is a recruit who got a bunch of offers. And like, you know what? I've seen North Texas sometimes. Then they're probably okay. Probably went there. I honestly <laughs> believe that. <laughs> I drove past it a few times. They're probably okay. They were probably, probably a recruit from Oklahoma who was going on visits and went oh. to UNT and then went to SMU, but they were stuck in traffic for four hours for the last like eighth of the drive, and they were like, "Yeah, I'm going to UNT." That's like saying what you know. Maybe there's a college football recruit out there that was like, "Huh, Southern Nazarene University. It is my time to begin." <laughs> huh. huh? Maybe. Why maybe, do you Why huh. do you advertise? Why do you advertise? Golden Trans Am. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> when you put it that way, <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> oh man. What if well. I just took a car and went somewhere else? <laughs> Oh my! Huh? That's funny. Cast match bong on draft night. Okay. <laughs> Cast right. match bong the day before I get drug tested for the playoffs. Okay. It's That's too late for quote. I looked it up on the internet. It's too late for me to. Uh, it's too late for that to show up, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, wow! What what an interesting pod we had here. I'm still not sure we'll split it into one or two. But it's always fun talking with uh, with you guys, and 
Uh, thank you, loyal listeners, for listening. Um, it was a it's a good time, and looking forward to talking about another OU game. Finally, into the meat of it with uh, Kansas State next week. So, yeah, it, hey, here we here we go, folks. Can we go over uh, last week's picks and what our records are at right now for everybody? Ooh, okay. Bobby's not going to want to. Uh, yeah, no, I'll do it. Um, so let's just do recap. You have it on your computer. I do. Um, I'll, I'll actually. I'm obviously going to have to get surgical and just move this all the way around. So let's just recap our our picks from last week. So. Um, Okay, nobody got Iowa State right. Uh, everyone but Ty got the Arkansas hey, State. Jameson game is right. six and two. Everyone else has won a maximum of three games. There we go. Jameson six and two. Congrats, we're at, week, we're at week one of real playing, and he's playing against one person that is literally just rolling dice. It, <laughs> the, the dice did not do well, but also like I also went like three and five. It was not a good performance we're both for us. Three and five. Yeah, we're both three and five on the season, um, except for Blake, who is two and five because he did not do the maybe BYU <laughs> game like a coward. Um, all time though, all, all time though, Jameson is still uh, under five hundred. Ty is also very far under five hundred. So that's I'm completely not fine. Under five hundred, it's only like seventy basis points. That's okay. Look. I, I'm I'm not I'm not worried yet. You have to mention the fact that Jameson and I's all-time records also include Jameson has a season where he only picked five games all season, and I have a season <laughs> where I only picked nine games all season. Also, you know, in in the effort of fairness, I do have to mention that statistically that was both of our best seasons. <laughs> <laughs> it was the season I paid the least attention to. I shouldn't have said that because Jameson was 600 on his season and I was in the high 500s. So let's not. Anyways. Yeah. No. Um, last year really went off the rails where I just had to make my own picks by myself. And I ended up going like nine and one. Or, or sorry, no, I, I went. I went twelve and two in like two weeks that we ne- we didn't have anyone else competing against. So of course that happened. Uh, but all right, I'm ready to wrap this thing up, folks. Yeah, uh, I've been ready. Yeah, that's fair. Hey, that's fair. Started bringing up his record. This is. Uh, oh. I feel like it was pertinent for the people to hear that want to pay attention to our competition. That's fair. It is. It is. Well, anyway, if you're still. If you were still uh, listening to that, thank you. So, uh, anyways, for me, Jameson and Ty, this has been the Schooner Pod. We will see you next week where we are going to dive deep into the Big 12 opener against Kansas State, make our picks and more. You know, you know the drill at this point. So, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Boomer Sooner.